Blog Talk Radio. Hi, I was thinking that I would do something fun today. Um, have you ever thought of video logging or cooking for your teams or um, just creating some kind of a log that uh, could show your teams how to cook? Well, um, I have, and um, let me share with you why I came about this thought. Um, I have a couple of teens. One's about to go off to college and one is um, currently at home. But I thought every time I'm away from the house, um, the kids have absolutely no idea how to open a refrigerator and put something on their plate. And the best way I thought would be to show them how to do it step by step. And um, if they're away from home, I can show them where I get the ingredients and do a really quick fix of all these things. And um, to talk about... Um, this fun topic. I wanted to bring on board a guest speaker, and I'm really excited to have her here. Um, she is uh, a founder of An Empowered Woman. She's been doing that for over 12 years, and she's also the CEO of a new um, home concept called Homework.com. But she is a divorced mom, and she has two boys, and I'm very curious to see how she um, was able to do that and manage that and um, teach them how to cook and everything. So I'm going to bring her on board and unmute her in one second, and I'd like to bring her on. Hold on one second. Hello? Good okay. afternoon. How are you? Hi, great. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to take my call today. I'm really excited to have you um, talk to me about your uh experience and I'm really excited to have you and thanks for this time. So well, it's my I was pleasure wondering... because I love your okay. topic. <laughs> well, do you have any tips for um, moms um, about cooking and what to do about cooking um, as from your own experience? Cause your experience is um, relatable to so many moms out there. Yes, Christine. It's so funny when you say that when you, as soon as you leave the house, they don't realize how to open up the refrigerator or, or put anything. They're hungry. They're starving. You, you have a refrigerator full of food. So um, there's a couple stories that I'll relate that I think a lot of moms can understand is that one is that when you're preparing the meals, they eat a lot. There's always They are always hungry. They like it when you cook it and baste it and bake it and so forth. But when they prepare the same meal, it's like barely cooked, barely seasoned, mm-hmm. barely on the plate. They'll eat it from that. And so I was mm-hmm. experiencing that with my two sons. And I was a divorced mom, and I was working full time. And even though we had help, I wanted them to learn that skill set of being able to feed themselves, not only feed themselves, but in healthy ways. Because then there's the quick things of, you know, my fear was that they would start buying the frozen dinners or the romaine noodles or things that just maybe didn't have the same nutrients and it wasn't mm-hmm. long-term going to be healthy for them. So a funny story is that they kept, you know, shortcutting, shortcutting. So I said, one weekend, we're going to have a timeout. <laughs> and we're going to have no friends, no parties, no phones, no anything. And we're going to go through recipe books and learn recipes for your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, as well as <laughs> being able to take a lunch to go. So I bought these books. It's like five ingredients. I still have the books. I'm saving them as triggers in case they fall off track. <laughs> but we went and I said, you select a recipe for your breakfast. Both of them had to do one individually and for lunch and for dinner. And so they 
got the ingredients, we were shopping for the ingredients, they prepared it, and they had to go full through the recipes. Again, it was like five ingredients in five minutes, so it was easy as they could possibly get. And so they each did one, and then lunchtime, the same thing, because they would, for lunch, they would put like apple and junk. Um, so make mm-hmm. a lunch that's great and has healthy and some veggies and all that good stuff. And they did that for mm-hmm. lunch, they did it for dinner. And then that was day, and they, in between time, we were reading books and reading books about food and about different types of food and nutrients and foods and starches and things that type. So that was one day one. Day two, they did the same thing. On day one, my mother was calling me, so well, how's it working out? You know, how's everything going? I said, it's going fine from my perspective. You know, they're mm-hmm. doing what they're supposed to do. But I didn't let her talk to them. Again, it was like no communication with anyone besides me. And then the day second, they did the same thing. And so mm-hmm. at the end, my mother called again and she says, well, how did it work out? I said, for me, it's fine because, you know, that my mission was accomplished. But she talked to them. Let me talk to them. And as soon as they got on the mm. phone, they go, Grandma, Grandma, oh, my gosh, I can't wait for you to come over. I made this, I made that, I got this new recipe for this and for that. And they were so excited about the things they had cooked or the recipes they wanted her to come over and, you know, like do the dinner parties and things of that type. And it's like, so she puts me, but I get back on the phone and she says, well, it sounds like you threw the rabbit in the briar patch. It sounds like that, you know, the punishment, it's supposed to be a punishment was actually a pleasure for them. So I think it's just a matter. And from there on, they constantly used the recipe books. They selected the recipes until they got into a pattern that they just came automatically. And to this day, my sons both know how to cook and enjoy cooking and can be creative and cook a lot for their friends. I say, you're going to be one cooking for your friends. And they do. They cook their friends all the time. And so yeah. there's ways of incorporating it into them, you know, in a nice way, in a fun way, maybe even funner than I did. But what you're thinking about, is videotaping or, you know, chronologically, I mean, uh, I mean, I think you being able to uh, memorialize your favorite mm-hmm. recipe, the things they enjoy from you and being able to duplicate it. And I think that's brilliant because they can yeah, have that to refer you. to. And um, it's this brilliant idea. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm going to see if there's um, any uh, anybody out there that wants to ask us a question. So do you mind just putting on hold for a second? Absolutely. Okay, hold on. I'm going to um, unmute um, 7074, and you should be on in a second. Hello. Hi, hi Christine. I, I wondered if you had any good, um, like just one or two recipes that might be good to try um, to teach with my, my kids. You know, I, I don't I don't actually cook too much either, and I – um, so I don't know exactly where to start, but do you have any just like some simple recipe ideas or um, things that might be helpful to get us both started? Yes, absolutely. Thank you for um, asking about that because that really is the key question to most of us who are just sit, standing in front of our refrigerator. We just don't know what to do. But actually, my secret is I don't reinvent the wheel. I don't start from scratch. Um, I would Actually, I've done this a couple of times, and I've taken my children to the frozen section at Trader Joe's and allowed them to pick a couple of items. For example, um, they can pick up uh, pre-made free, um, fried rice, or they could pick up pre-made uh, barbecue, um, or they could also, um, one day my daughter picked up a, um, a uh, vegetarian hamburger patty. So we brought those home, and, um, you know, there's, Right out of the frozen package, of course, they look unappetizing. But what we did was um, 
the frozen uh, veggie patty. We just threw that on a um, a little bit of olive oil, and you we just cooked it. You know, made sure it was warm, and we grabbed a couple of um, bread that was everything bagel that had everything on there, so it could kind of add color to the sandwich. So we threw the patty. We cut up some tomatoes and a little bit of avocados, and that really made a full meal just with that one patty. And then as far as the rice, um, they could either throw that in the microwave or just put a little bit of oil and over skillet and then heat up the beef and serve it right next to each other. And that's like a really instant quick meal. And we, we can do that. And I would love for our kids to just be able to do something like that. So that's a really easy, quick meal. And um, that's my tip for the day. Did you have any other questions? No, that's a great start. Thanks. Okay, thank you. Um, I'm going to take another caller, um, 6650. I'm going to unmute you now. Hi, Christine. Um, Hi. I really appreciate the fact that you have simplified it and not reinvented the wheel, and I would imagine that that relates to what age your kids are. Um, Your guest speaker... Uh, recruited her two uh, sons and made <laughs> it more right. like a, a training session. So my question right. to either one of you or both of you is how do you rope older teenagers in and mm-hmm. uh, get them to focus on the skills that might take them to college uh, and when they're left at home to fend for themselves and then how do you um, decide it's time, at what age do you decide it's time to teach your younger children and then uh, maybe not reinvent the wheel, as you say? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll address um, part of that question, and, I, and then I will ask Desiree for input. Um, as far as cooking, um, I don't know what age um, Desiree had her sons uh, go in, in this uh, training session kind of but for me, I think any age is an amazing age um, for kids to be a part of the cooking process. For example, when my kids were um, in daycare and when I would bring them home, I didn't want them to sit around and watch TV or anything like that. So what I would do is I would start whipping up um, cake mix, pre-mixed boxes, and all I needed was eggs and maybe a little bit of oil and water, and I would just start mixing that up. And then I would bag that up in a plastic, um, like a Ziploc, and we can just squeeze that into a little pre, you know, pre-cup so it's really easy to bake, but it kept them really occupied. So as far as when to start, start them now. If you haven't started, today's the day to start, and they can start appreciating um, the food and things like that. So let me bring on Desiree. One second. I think I'm... Are you on? Yes, I think I am. Yes, oh, okay. I agree with you 100%. Yes, I think the age is that as early as possible. When we started as a child, I was so young, um, I was using easy-bake ovens. My mother had an easy-bake mm-hmm. oven in the kitchen, and I would cook on that, and she would be cooking. So even just bringing them into the kitchen with you, and like Christine said, having them stir the batter or having them crack the eggs or having them you know, doing those type of things in preparation, just being in that space. But it's not mm-hmm. only the fact that they're preparing a meal. It's also a great bonding time for not only yes. the individual children, but for the whole family. And even for groups and friends, we do eat, eat I mean, cook together 
um, then it's, it's a bonding opportunity. So they can see it as that. And then when they're old enough to work things in the stove, then being able to introduce them to the things that require the stove and then the oven and so forth. Another way is that your whatever their favorites are, hey, what's your favorite? Your favorite is rice pudding, mm. your favorite is macaroni and cheese. Then they really right. are more inspired to be able to learn how to do that. So and they start mm-hmm. with that. Once we get them in and get them cooked and curious and knowing that they can do it, some of it's self-confidence. Maybe they don't feel it's going to come out as good as yours or they know how to do it like anything that's applied in our life. The more experience mm-hmm. we have, the more association and exposure we have, the better we'll feel confident about doing it. So they do their favorites and they'll be more, they can expand that library of favorites and then be able to really be able to, again, cook for themselves. Another thing I found really empowering was being able to have them cook for their friends. You know, my son mm. was able, whether it tasted good or not, you know, whether he's 10 or 11 or 12, whatever it is, it may not taste the same, but to have us make breakfast after the football game or after practice or after school, invite your friends over for a soup or like whatever, mm. and he did, and they all going to say, yay, good. They were sitting around watching yes. him, waiting him, is it ready yet? That's a great confidence <laughs> booster. And uh, yes. it, it stokes that little egos in them, and they're going to want to do it more and do it better and perfect it. So not right. only having them incorporate it within the, um, the activities in the kitchen, bonding in that way, but they, introducing them to doing their favorites and doing some doing for friends and dinner parties, and whether it's the barbecue, whether it's the baking, whether it's the salads, having them feel good at something, that they will be able to expand and have the interest of expanding it. Yeah, great. Thank you. Um, I have one more caller. Let's see if I can um, put the speaker caller on. Um, 9811. Um, I will unmute you now. Are you available? Do you have a question? I am available. I am. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, <laughs> I've got a question for you today, and I myself am really not a cook. I'm, I'm really not very good at it, and I wonder what things you would recommend what are some of your basic utensils gadgets tools what's your some of your most favorite things that you would recommend to outfit a basic kitchen for a person who maybe is a beginner cook um well that's a great great question because um most of us uh are a little bit timid about going into the kitchen if we haven't had a chance to walk in to do something or to even like prepare a meal for one person we are a little bit timid about that but um i've actually had this quick question i mean quick um chat with a friend of mine and we were talking about crock pots because none of us really ever use crock pots but i know the holidays are coming up um, thanksgiving is really important and um, one of the great things i was able to do with a crock pot is you know i pick up a package um, mashed potato that's at costco that's amazing it tastes delicious and you just um, microwave that, heat that up really quickly, and throw it into your crock pot and show up to your party, and you have instant um, side dish that you're going to show up for a dinner party or something like that. And um, the next thing is, um, you know, don't be afraid of going to the frozen section. Like you said, I take my kids to Trader Joe's or Ralph's or any of those places all the time. But just pick up an ingredient that, um, that you might like to eat that may be prepackaged. And um, the only thing is I like to look at what I eat and I taste the, you know, kind of the whole essence of it. Um, it's better if you wrap it up or package it a little bit. Like even if you were to put, pull out a frozen garlic bread, instead of just throwing that in the oven, I would throw a little bit of dressing on it. Um, I put personally mm. put mayo and 
um, things like that. So, you know, those are tips, and um, I just wanted to let you know. And um, so I think um, my uh, talk is about to end. It's coming to a close, and I want to thank everybody for calling in. And thank you, Desiree, for calling in as well. And um, I want, yes, thank you. And I want everybody to have an amazing evening, uh, weekend, wherever you are. And if you have any additional questions, just mom tips, um, you can reach me at uh, business underscore sung at yahoo.com. Again, business underscore sung at yahoo.com. Thank you, everybody. Good night.